Folks, before we jump into today's highlights, I just have to ask you, do you want to put 50 years of baseball history in your pocket? I know what you're thinking. It's not going to fit, but it really will because it's all in audio format. These are lost pieces of baseball history told to you from baseball cathedrals. They're, they're told to you by icons of the game from Red Barber, Ernie Howell to Harry Carey. I get goosebumps personally listening to these games and even thinking about the interviews and what these players are going to share with me. I know what you're thinking. Is this AI? Are there bots? Is there some magic potion here that are making these things appear? And I'm telling you, they're not. These games are real. They were done by real people at that specific moment in time. All the iconic moments, the interviews, none of it's reproduced, none of it's AI. It's all real, but done again by real people. If you want to check them out, uh, there's a free intro offer. Jump on over to VintageBaseballReflections.com. And there's over 2,500 audio clips and games for you to put in your pocket, take on walks with you, hang around the fireplace and listen, put them on the porch, invite some friends over. However you want to listen, you're going to be able to listen in these amazing moments in baseball history. Use this coupon this day for a special gift at the checkout. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Fenway Park. This is Mark Fidrich. Now, he's trying to get the ball back. You'll see him mumble a couple of words to the ball. The first man ever to pitch five career no-hitters. Catch him all, Joe! I don't believe what I just saw! Another chance for Mitchell, and he makes a pair-handed catch! Ricky goes, a pitch take, and he's going to have it. Leaps high of the air, and he's going! Let it be said that number eight, Cal Ripken Jr., has reached the unreachable star. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we invite you to rise. Hey, folks. I want to thank you for joining me today on the Daily Rewind, brought to you by This Day in Baseball. I am Tom Hannon, and I'm your host. I just want to take a second to wish you all a happy St. Patrick's Day. It's uh, March 17th, and uh, I hope you have the luck of the Irish on your side today. And I'm going to bring you an article today. It's a fun story from Bobby Kennedy II. He hosts Baseball Americana, which is a fantastic uh, baseball resource. He just has some great articles, uh, some great content. It's definitely worth checking out on Facebook and check out his blog. On March 17th, 1918, a young Babe Ruth, still primarily a pitcher, slugs a pair of home runs during a spring training game at Whittington Park in Hot Springs, Arkansas. The second long ball is thought to be the first 500-plus foot blast in baseball history. The Herculean shot hit off of the Brooklyn Robins hurler Norman Plitt soared far over the fence in deep right center, coming to rest in the middle of an uninhabited pond in Arkansas's Alligator Farm. The Boston Globe reported that the intrusion caused quite a commotion amongst the Gators. The epic drive was later measured at 573 feet, the distance from home plate to the pond center. Amazingly, Ruth replicated the feat a week later in another spring training exhibition versus Brooklyn. In its coverage of the proceedings, 
The Boston Post wrote, Before the echo of the crash had died away, the horse hide had dropped somewhere in the vicinity of South Hot Springs. The sphere cleared the fence 400 feet away by about 200 feet and dropped in a pond beside the alligator farm. While the spectators yelled with amazement, Edward Martin, writing for the Boston Globe, opt in. Every ball player in the park said it was the longest drive they'd ever seen. Had Ruth made the drive in Boston, it might have cleared the bleaches in right center. I've never in all my time seen a man use a bat as does the slugging Boston hurler, gushed manager Fielder Jones, who had witnessed several of Ruth's colossal clouts. Former Red Sox catcher Les Nunemaker offered a similar praise. He has no weaknesses. He can hit anything coming any direction of the plate. If a hurler is foolish enough to give him a high one inside, he is all off. He will knock it out of the grounds. It is a general belief of the players in camp that Ruth is the best sticker in the league. He just handles that old bat as if it were a toothpick. Babe's heroics carried over into the regular season, appearing in 95 games. He hit 300 with 26 doubles in an AL best 11 home runs. Can you imagine leading the league with just 11 home runs? It, it was his first of 12 long ball crowns. Though Ruth's 1918 power output seemed paltry by modern standards, consider that the junior circuit's single season record holder at the time was Sox Seabold, who hit 16 big flies in 1902. Now on the mound, the 23-year-old went 13-7 and with a 2.27 ERA in 161 in the third innings. He was 2-0 and with the 106 ERA in the World Series. Despite Root's stellar pitching, it was his mighty war club that captured the public's imagination. And on November 26, 1918, the Associated Press wrote, There were many stars in last year's baseball, but there was only one Babe Ruth. Ty Cobb, Walter Johnson, Jim Vaughn, Benny Koff, and other stars received the usual amount of interest, but the fan always returned the question, did Babe Ruth hit a home run today? This article, again, was written by Bobby King II, and he used a few different uh, sources, hotspringsbaseballtrail.com, Baseball Reference, chroniclingamerica.loc.gog, and This Day in Baseball. Com. Now, if you are interested in learning more about Babe Ruth, I suggest you check out his page on thisdayinbaseball.com slash Babe Ruth. We have an enormous amount of information on Babe Ruth in all his, uh, in all his historic events throughout his career. Uh, if you start looking at Babe Ruth, prepare to be there for a while. I want to thank you for joining us today, and if you enjoyed the show, I know that all your friends who enjoy baseball are going to be looking for something to do to fill the void of having no baseball right now. So please tell them about the show. They might like the, the interviews, the player voices, our stories. And as I told you yesterday, uh, we're going to be start putting out a bunch of uh, old games that you can listen to and enjoy. So tell them about the show. Hit the subscribe button. And it's the number one way that we can grow and that we can help satisfy this baseball uh, void that we're all going to have right now. And thanks again, and I know I won't be seeing you at the ballpark, not in a few weeks anyways, but let's hope it's sooner rather than later. I'm Tom Hannon, and it was my pleasure hosting you today. Peace.